Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You do, cause it's Hello everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science DC Comics Roundup show here on the Geek Oldman Alliance Network. I'm Jim, we're going to be going through a, a couple books here with me and my ombre Eric. Uh, these are going to be things pulled from our regular podcast to give you a little a look into what we end up doing each and every week. We're going to be talking about Batman, New Green Lantern, Green Lantern number one, and Swamp Thing number two. But before we get into that, let me tell you to go into the show notes and check out all of these shows here on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. There is a schedule, and as you'll see, a show for every day, a day for every show a lot of them with alliance in the name unlike mine but also go to that patreon the geek ultimate alliance patreon to get early access ad free shows exclusive things all of that greatness and then if you want to talk to me myself and i you can go and look us up on twitter at weird science dc we also have a website where we do written reviews, weirdsciencedccomics.com. When the reviews hit on the Tuesday or the books hit, the reviews hit. It just is that simple. I just can't say it. And also check out our main 
podcast look up weird science dc on any sort of podcast player that you're listening to right now and you'll be able to find us as well as our weird science what is it called weird science marvel podcast right marvel comics and that's it i think and also a manga podcast weird science manga and anime podcast i don't want to sell that short but we're going to go off here as i fumble and bumble and stumble we're going to go off to talk about like i said batman green lantern and swamp thing first book obviously is batman and coming out of the tom king run back in the day one of the biggest things was you don't have a lot of characters you're very insular in bane batman catwoman we didn't get a real big you know cast of characters James Tynan kind of got into this. He said, well, what happened? I mean, what, what did he take during Future Look, he stage? heard your complaints. He's like, I'm he not going to have this complaint against me. So he's going to throw all these new characters at you, whether they matter or not. Well, this is like, is it? Because Punchline hits, right? And then, then you end up getting Clown Hunter. Clown you Hunter, like Clown Ghost Hunter. But maker. He's not hitting as much. Then Coffee you get maker. Ghost Maker. And so and, <laughs> instead of that. Stabbo. <laughs> Stabbo. Uh, fast Walker. That's what the I'm designer. waiting for. Yeah, you have these, and is it now he's like, ooh, these others didn't hit as much as Punchline. And instead of somebody saying, well, you have to develop them a little more. You have to get the something, sculptor. you know, think these out. And he's like, no, no, no. What I, He's actually doing what I did at the beginning of our podcast. He is godzilla this shit. He is throwing everything at you, seeing maybe what hits. But the problem is, does anything, because there's a lot going on here, but you give us your blurb, Eric. Batman, number 107, written by James Stein in the fourth, art by Jorge Jimenez, Tomei Moray, and Clayton Cows with Ricardo Lopez on the backup. Scarecrow's grip of fear on the Gotham Titans as the world discovers that the fear-obsessed fiend survived A-Day. And now Batman needs to discover that Jonathan Crane, or what Jonathan Crane is up to, since his motives <laughs> seem to be different than before, and hopefully this will lead him down the path to Simon Saint, so that we can make sure that the magistrate out of the, uh, get the magistrate out of the way and change the, the future. Man. Also, a Ghostmaker backup. Yeah. Um, I was actually looking forward to the Ghostmaker backup. I thought that that I was fun. And it, well, you're going to have to backup. I like backups. the Ghostmaker, but I hate these backups. I have nothing to I do like with the, the Ghostmaker, too. With. And the Candlestick Maker. And the Cobbler. Uh, yeah, I like him enough now. I actually, I'm, I'm all in with the Ghostmaker after we saw him broing it up with the Batman. So when we get through this and there's no broing up, I thought, ooh, we'll get the bro stuff. And we do a bit at the beginning, a little sexy stuff, Eric. I don't know. Uh, but with that, that ended up almost being like, you know, you you eat a cake and it's got seven layers of icing already, Eric. And then all of a sudden you get, hey, we need 10 more. Like all these characters got thrown at you in that. Ended up getting jumbled up in my mind with what we get in the main book. But the main book, obviously, is what's supposed to hit. You start out with the Scarecrow with this great new design you love. I And, hate and the thing is, it's funny, too, about the idea of this new design, which I, I loathe so much. But when the idea is that the entire world, or just Gotham as it is, knows about the Scarecrow being alive because he stuck that effigy in Nakano's freaking living yeah. room in the last issue. So and they like, seem to be around, too, uh, around town, they even say. Which yeah, and is the fun. whole thing is like, oh, my God, the Scarecrow is back. We thought he died in A-Day, but we got this freaking effigy here, so maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's doing stuff. So everybody's gearing up for a, t- a gas attack in Gotham. Like, you know, the, the gas mass, uh, like, sales are skyrocketing right it now. It really but... goes with, like, toilet paper with the pandemic. Exactly. I mean, people, but... Or a snowstorm anywhere where people lose their minds and have to well, buy I red eggs. I need milk and eggs, Jim. 
<laughs> yeah, milk, eggs, and bread. You, you got to do that, as right? As the different news outlets Seriously, everybody does that. Did you ever in the middle of a snowstorm sit there and go, I really need to make an omelet with toast and a glass of milk? It's I don't so eat ridiculous. eggs, drink milk, or bread to plus, begin with. Plus the idea of my mind, you end up, oh, my God, I might be shut in or whatever. Why are you getting, like, some of the most perishable items? Like, if you're going to be stuck very long, get the spams there. You know, get the crackers, maybe get the, the tunas. I don't know. But it just drives me nuts. But it is that deal. Uh, do you like the, you know, the idea of the scarecrow? We're not even sure that it is the scarecrow, right? I'm, you I'm pretty still sure. Are, well, I'm saying you're still not really seeing him without anything as Jonathan Crane. I mean, I, I'm you saying really that. You do that with the scarecrow anyway. Well, you see the scarecrow, you see the scarecrow. But what I'm saying is I have a feeling that this might be somebody else, and that's why they're not using the fear toxin and things like that. I don't know. I'm not fully convinced that he's made this new guise of himself and really gone off. Well, that almost thing like is, where, that's the thing. is They're really showing you the idea of the progression of the scarecrow. I was going to say before, when you had the news outlets talking about this story, and each one of them has a different picture of what the scarecrow looks like, like the last one we had from like, you know, Forever Evil in the first one, and then he has like, you know, the classic, you know, just, you know, the scarecrow look with the sack over his head, and then you have the one from the animated series, Batman the Animated Series, and then you even have the one from the Arkham Asylum series. I'm like, you're seeing the progression of the, like, you know, as the scarecrow changes his look each time he comes out i just i still i'm getting the idea that like they were trying to dupe you oh everybody thought it was the joker and then it's this and then with these effigies and stuff around i'm still not so convinced that it that they don't have jonathan crane hidden somewhere and they're trying to up this thing and and whatnot i i don't know uh because of not really seeing or really getting much of him even talking or, or any sort of mo except at the beginning when he's talking to batman uh I, I just I don't Which know is because in the future. of that. Yeah, yeah, and that's where we go back to see how that you know they got Batman in that gimp outfit. I mean, pretty sexy. Uh, but yeah, I just so like with to think this, this idea that he has Batman in a gimp outfit, freaking just you know screwing with his mind, doing the fear toxin to him and stuff like that. Which he is doing the fear toxin right there to the Batman, so that kind of like goes mm-hmm. with the whole idea of him still using it, just not for his wide panic spread across the city. But as you're doing this, like by the end of this issue, he puts on his new matches Malone disguise as Match. I'm like. Did you have to like do some initiations to get into this club, Batman? Like, you know, get put in a gimp costume, maybe bang yeah, a sheep? I, like, what are I, you I doing right now I in this freaking like, leather suit? But that's the other, yeah. In that, well, I mean, they're going to end up grabbing him and, and doing whatnot with it. It is kind of cool that costume. You see some uh, pearls hanging there on the side of the scarecrow's head there that maybe they're using that to screw with them or whatnot. But it is an odd deal with that. But with all of this going on, like I said, the idea that we think that all of this is a setup by Simon Saint and all this is going on like outside the Fast and the Furious at your house, Derek. But, you know, all this stuff where it is the play of this whole book, it seems to give you, uh, you know, the dupe that everybody thinks is happening. But then it's actually something else to try to get the magistrate stuff, even with the A day, all that stuff. So I'm just going to to sit and wait but there's so much thrown at you in this where you end up having batman he is investigating the scarecrow he goes to nakano's and he ends up finding the the straw man on the post and there is no residuals of any sort of fear toxin and whatnot but where is nakano you asked me even before we started I, I uh, imagine recording. he just went and secured his wife and got out of there and called Renee Montoya and then the rest of the cops and Batman just happened to intercept that call and got there ahead of time. Yeah, it's a weird deal, though, because the way Batman's going in here and he's at his house, the reason that I think that maybe he's being held somewhere because he's gone a little insane or something, because it is odd that Batman goes specifically thinking there would be 
fear toxin there as if Nakano ended up ah, and running out. Now, you're going to be afraid anyway. But he seems surprised that in that house there isn't any residual fear toxin. And so I wonder what that is all about. Well, it's with kind of a Nakano. weird thing that we're playing in with the man bat and stuff like that book where we have like the scarecrow doing different things. He wants to switch it up in the man bat book. He wants to go back and do a sonic emitter that's going to cause yeah. fear outside of the gas. And this he's leaving the goddamn scarecrows around. Has the city in a grip of terror right oh, now? Yeah, like, I like I don't the even idea. Need of, this, I, like gas anymore. I Let's like that. Low rent. I mean, basically, I think that he's like I it's used to. Fear, ha- bitch. I used to have to evolve the toxin to get everybody free, but they've actually caught up to me. Like, uh, you know, pretty much easy peasy now. He I mean, blew his freaking scared. budget on the costume. Couldn't afford the chemicals to make the fear toxin anymore. Yeah, really. I mean, look at that thing. But the, like I said, Getting when Batman goes from the designer. Either it's just a surface level deal where Batman goes there, they had said there's the scarecrow effigy there, and he just assumes there will be fear type. But the way he goes and he's looking and he seems shocked that there isn't any, I, I think that that must have something to do with how Nakano ended up like, did he run down the street like Martin Lawrence or something? Ah, you know, running away. Uh, but he doesn't find it. And he, all through this, he's talking to Barbara and his earpiece Oracle back at her deal. And that's where Renee Montoya comes in. And, you know, people seemed excited that she's in here. She's commissioner now, all that stuff. But question no more. This just starts just the avalanche of everybody showing up in this book, characters we don't even know yet and things like that that gets really, really, it's too much. And you end up thinking like, okay, I'd like to see more of Renee Montoya. I want to see what's up. But you kind of go past that real quick. You know, Batman says. It's such a weird idea, though. We have Renee Montoya here. She is the commissioner hired by Nakano, the mayor, for the anti-mask thing where it's like she takes the job, which means she has to be against masks this Mm -hmm. entire time, which means she can't wear a mask even though anymore, even though she was just questioning it up in the lowest lane. But before it's like, okay, I guess I got to, you know, just not do this anymore and be a Jim Gordon type character. I'm like, why did you take away from the character? Even the idea of maybe Why? she's playing it's a both better sides. Pay day, she's rich. That's true. <laughs> she's like, I, I, that question don't pay the bills. Uh, I, th- I yeah. think Lois Lane was paying the bills. Well, she's gone now, Eric. She's a god. But I, the thing that gets Where'd me in go? this, the thing that gets she's back in Metropolis. She's got them, baby. You end up here, though. When this is done, obviously, in my mind, what's going to happen is she's going to be like, oh, man, Nakano, you're getting involved in some bad stuff. I'm going to start to question what you're doing and i think that she just goes back to that anyway but in here i don't mind that she is against batman because she's doing her job i mean yeah. and she at this point with everything that's going on in gotham probably even like yeah kind of get this but i like batman don't stop asking the questions wink wink i, I love her so come over. she puts her gun down nudge nudge there like all right wink and wink, then, Renee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you have a trench? Uh, he ends up where he's going to get. She, she says, I'm going to tell these guys to F and shoot your ass if you, you know, don't back away and get that. And then Batman throws down the smoke grenade that he always Ninja does. Ninja vanish. I, everybody should be prepared for at least this. Right? I mean, it the happens thing is, so they are prepared for it. What are they going to do? They're obviously not going to shoot Batman right there, but I know they're not going to take him in either. But that's the thing. They should just I'm sitting say. I'm like, dummy, I mean, this fucking wasted a smoke grenade. That's just what I'm saying. They should say, like, hey, Batman, you know, we know how Some, this plays. I, I wouldn't want to be caught in the middle of a smoke grenade. It seems like you get in your lungs and stuff. You I got and the I popcorn bumble, lung. You and I are bumbling GCPD. We would be awful. We have, we have our guns drawn in there. We know we're not going to shoot the Batman. So what we do is we pretty much 
hey, no, stop, as we just watch him walk over, open a yeah. window, and slowly crawl well, out. What, I'm oh, saying, no, Batman. I, I, this is what I would do as me and you idiots. We're there. Batman's there. We have our guns. Like, Batman, you, you got to stop. We're going to shoot you. And then all of a sudden, you're like, what is Jim doing? I'm like, oh, no, the smoke grenade. There's no grenade. I'm just going to let him go. Ah, I can't see him, Eric. He can't it's just see me through puffing the smoke. away in the corner. You're just smoking there. And he's like, hey, can I borrow You're some welcome, of that? I got? He's like, can I borrow one of those? I need to pretend I'm somebody later. He grabs it, runs off. Uh, that's matches there. Uh, yeah, he throws a smoke grenade. Renee seems like, damn it. <laughs> oh, Mimsy, why did you do it? You did I your did thing. Nothing. And, like, and then ends up saying, we got to get get me Mayor Nakano on the phone. He's going to want to hear about this. Damn right. He really he's in his house. <laughs> Not only does he have a scarecrow effigy in here, now he's got a bunch of smoke and a yeah, Batman that was he's there. He's got a bat problem in, in town. Smoke uh, alarms are going off. He's freaking out on a freaking chair with a broom trying to knock this him This is down. what I'm saying. All of a sudden, he's like, wait a second. I just made cookies. Are they okay? No, no. I'm sorry. No. They got they got dust on him. They got the smokes. They would roll in the whole house. Your cat has emphysema now. I'm sorry, Mayor yeah, Nakano. Popcorn lung. Eh, whatever. He's like, oh, man, was he vaping at all? That'd be funny. He changes his new name. It's not Matches. It's Vape. But you end up where then you... might as well be with this costume at the end. Yeah, really. He looks like a douchebag. You end up where you go to Electric Town, where we get introduced What is this Electric Town? Is that something (laughs) that you recognize for a Gotham City? Because it's not something I like. I know a lot of Gotham City and its districts, but when you say something like Electric Town, I'm like... Are you doing like a weird well, precursor to OMAC or something with what you're doing here? I'm just guessing Eddie Grant came to town. He started Electric Avenue and they went with it. Eric. They're like, fuck we'll it. It's Electric Town now. And we're going to walk. I like the robot sound in that Electric Avenue. You end up where you have Stabo. Yeah, the funny thing about all this, it is like y- you expect it to be like these side things. Like you're you're not aware of Electric Town. And it'll be like, oh, the side thing that you could just do whatever you want. But this is pretty much like Times Square. This is like where everything's going on, right? And it does end up in my mind. It looks more like the future Gotham. Like Electric Town's going to take off. They've done all the tech there. You're thinking of Neo Gotham? Or are you thinking of freaking, you know, the Blade Runner from, you know, Dark Detective? No, actually, I'm thinking of something that you just, I'm thinking of Neon Gotham, a future state, Eric. I played with the words there. Uh, But even Neo Gotham, it does look like that. Like, that would be the, but in my mind, this is James Tynan trying to make it seem, especially in the Mariko Tamaki future state detective book, The Dark Detective, where all of a sudden shit just, like, all of a sudden, there must have been another, you know, alien deal. Yeah, it just, it, it went from seven years or whatever, boom, everybody's like that so maybe that's what that play is turns out in the future everybody's a tron yeah yeah really harley comes in riding a hog and i don't mean you eric and she ends up with her bat and she's a little over the top again and and i don't mind it she because she's being over the top it's this thing is she is trying to be a hero she is trying to put all she can be out there maybe she's going to be a little over the top but she's new at this jim i know and and I She's think, though, a good impression. people that I see that don't like this book already, Harley is one of the things that they keep pointing out. We don't need Harley. We don't need Harley. And it is weird. Like, she is there. We've already seen her in her book and things trying to make amends. But in this, she wants to be good. She wants to try. I, I think that you're just heading towards another, you know, run-in with the Clown Hunter. I was expecting to see, like, this sort of thing with Clown Hunter than a Harley. I, I'm telling you, when Stabo comes down, he's essentially just in one of the escaped convicts from Arkham Asylum yeah, from after A-Day. A-Day. But with what he's wearing, he might as well just be another clown on the street yeah. who wants to stab people and save them and put them underground because he's crazy. But he essentially just looks like Clown I expected Clown Hunter yeah, to come I out here too. and kill Stabo. And that's where when Harley shows up, like, it feels like at points we're going to go back and forth. Okay. 
who's going to show up? Is it going to be the helping or the hurting? And this was Harley, who's the helping. But then again, she goes too far. She hits a police officer with the bat. He was an asshole. He was. But you end up where she recognizes Stabo and says, I used to be pretty cool when you're on your meds, I understand. And it's going with that whole. Oh, my God. The Harley Quinn is working with the serial killer over here. No, no, no. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. Put your hands up. Freeze. Freeze. And 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 the thing is, by the time this thing is, it pretty much is Batman, Renee Montoya, and the rest of the GCPD (laughs) again, where everybody is there with guns drawn her, smoke grenade, Ghostmaker comes out. I'm like, and the thing is, for the Ghostmaker backup, I was really hoping it was going to be a Harley Quinn Ghostmaker story. Yeah, and it's not. It was like an origin deal that really did we need, but... Yeah, and is, going, it, is it an origin deal? Because it just seems like well, a side quest I'm that saying, might, he might have done right before this. I'm saying it's something prior. It's not really an origin, but he's already it, – it's weird because he has his uh, AI in that that he says icon, and he does yeah. remind me of that awful character icon from the Marvel comics that went around uh, Asia killing detectives and things like that, which kind of threw me off. But uh, here, again, we, we already had Renee Montoya. We got the question thing dropped. We have Batman and uh, Oracle. We also have the uh, Scarecrow. Now, all of a sudden, you get Stabo. He ends up kind of in. And these are real, like, quick swipes. It's almost like a Star Wars deal where we're going all over the place really quickly. Then you end up having this guy. Hey, my name's Stabo. Harley leaves a note. Please give me my meds. I think he, they're just going to kill him. But you end up then. They, they because they're He's jerks. Awesome dude. They're jerks. And then they get the. The gardener. I mean, it's like one after the other of these things where this really feels and like now, not nothing is on top of the gardener, just hanging out in the shadows here, talking about hey Rex, it is true, she's back. Where you have this woman who's standing there with you know vegetable dogs <laughs> by her freaking hips here. But the thing is, I'm like, you have this character, the gardener. You don't know what's going on with her. Is she a part of the Unsanity Collective with Master Wise and Miracle Molly on top of everything yeah, else? I'm like. You have so much going on, and you know what you want to tell about it? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Like, that's the Here's problem. another first appearance. Here's yeah. a collector's edition for the gardener. I'm like, and stop it. Like a lot of times, you'll have this. I know that we just came out of you know future state a bit ago, but you know you'll have that thing where oh my god, I forgot about her. Oh, you know, but this feels like we're already a bit removed from that anyway. But you never really James set Tiny these up James anyway. Tiny and things yeah, like we thing. had in Batman and Robin Eternal, where all yes. of a sudden we had oh the my sculptor. God. And yeah. like the person who remakes mother. the minds for mother, mother, and like, yeah. and nothing's ever explained. Nothing, yeah. and that's what happens. They're she was there, there one issue and then disappears. They're there to be like, oh my god, there's so many cool characters, but I need to know more about them before you have Gardner. you have just half a page to remind me of her, but I don't know her. And she's not even called the gardener. I actually had to look up online who this character was because there's no mention of her. I wanted to find out so we could talk about it. But even when you have this character who obviously – We're calling I say obviously. She's, sm- she's smelling a, a rose here. She's yeah. got vegetable dogs that are freaking feet here. But I don't understand what if she has powers, what it is. But at the end of this, all I want to do is have Poison Ivy come out and kick her ass. I think that Poison Ivy is going to show up. I think that that was kind of the setup of the deal. But there you go. Have another Isn't character. Isn't she the drugs? <laughs> she might be still the drugs there. Uh, but yeah, yeah. You know, hey, she is back in Gotham after all, and that means there's still hope. Okay, hope of what? Are you good? Bet I, I don't know what you are. And so this little I'm reminder you, doesn't get me. here. Smell a rose of vegetable dogs. I'm like, we don't actually understand what's going on with Poison no. Ivy ever since the Harley Quinn Poison Ivy weird thing where they had different avatars yep. of Poison Ivy after she died. I'm like, is this a new avatar and you, of Poison and you Ivy? Know, and you know what we're getting now? Is this does happen occasionally with this and with Poison Ivy, we're getting it pretty much, you know, in spades. The idea that we're we don't know what's going on with Poison Ivy, 
but we're getting weird she's side hints. We're getting she's the drugs. She's disappeared. She's a and so we end what up. What book is she the drugs in? It's not. I can't think of it. What is it? What is no, that? I, she's in the back. I actually can't even remember what it was. It started before There's the so deal. So many different things Ooh, going on. I'm thinking it. about the cheer drop with the red hood but from then, Batman Urban Legends. But then even with that. You end up – oh, it's Catwoman. We end up Cat there. Woman, it's yes. the end of Catwoman. Each issue, she's like, oh, she's the trucks. But then she's also seemingly coming up in the Swamp Thing book next issue. Uh, and just hey guys it is Ryan I'm not sure if you know this about me but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're getting too... Everywhere get- you want to be. Poison <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you love Poison Ivy, it's one thing. But if you want to know exactly what she has going on, I don't think having her in seven books the with gardener. different things going around That's that what works we have out. Now we ain't dealing with that. No, it's the gardener. We, we didn't know that the gardener's the new avatar of the green. All right, DC Commerce crew out there, make sure to look out for the topic following the gardener the action figure twenty twenty two. And I'm writing right now hashtag gardener league. You end up where release back, the gardener back, figure. Release the gardener cut. You end up in the clock tower again, where Barbara is going through some stuff, trying to figure out. She's not. That's the thing too. She's not really doing much she she's more she's of doing a, everything well, she's more of a, a narration slash somebody that batman then can do some exposition about what he's doing so that we can end up being told not being Look, seen what she's stuff, doing but, right now with the, the the continuation of the bat signal and how we're gonna do this yeah. in gotham going forward it might be the stupidest thing i ever heard of because she's sitting there developing an idea it's like we're gonna have many signals <laughs> seven or eight throughout the city and we're never gonna use the same one twice so we're like we're just gonna put it up there to let people know that you're still out there because the gcpd they're not gonna turn your signal on anymore so what we're gonna do is we're gonna turn on one of the signals at a different time and then i'm gonna have you know Stephanie Brown or Cassie, they're going to go over there. They're going to take it so that like people can't find it. And then we'll have it. I'm like, 
people don't have time for this shit. I, know, I don't have any, all no. this to go. Who's setting this up? She's afraid, though, that when that signal goes off, her dad's going to show up with that signals? baseball bat. And so I'm actually shocked that she didn't end up making it something like a uh, like almost like an Amber Alert so, sort of thing on a phone or something because of her tech whizness that she'd be like, oh, we do this like in a different way. Like, phone go- like it's not yeah, like you know, it just goes signal, off. All of a sudden you check it, it's a bat symbol. Yeah, it's the bat symbol. And oh my God. I think we did that at the one point though. We've had the, it like, a bunch the, of the things with different the stuff. Yeah, well, we did have that. No, they converted, Eric. And so you end <laughs> up with a deal where it, the signal thing, and I started thinking, okay, I, I don't, I don't love it. But I wanted to tie into the original signal being put in storage so that you can have things later, uh, you know, for the Arkham Knight to go I, and I get I just kind of wanted to be again. with the low-rent Batman with not having any money, even though he's a multi-millionaire. But the idea where he just takes to the streets like Spider-Man does, yeah. where he just has a bat symbol, like signal belt, like Spider-Man does with the, yeah, like the spider cool. symbol, shines it all place. people beforehand. I'd like it, man. Make a suit like almost like Luke Fox's uh, Batwing suit where it glows, you know, goes there. Uh, but yeah, I think Batman's like, Okay, I need some estimates on these stupid signals. I don't got a lot of money anymore. I don't know if you know this, but your computers right. They're just cost like me a lot of money. Lamps, essentially, really, no one's seeing this it shit. Should just be an app. But uh, yeah, then you go to Simon Saint. I, mean, I, this I actually is, want individual lasers around the city that actually shoot it, and when they all combine together, it makes the bat symbol in the sky, almost like the way the question mark came up in Batman Forever that above would be the cool. bat symbol. And then after that, the final countdown plays, and he comes going out there dancing, he's dancing around. But we go off now. We swipe off. Off too. It's just a firework that shoots you know in the air before Actually, he's riding not? a motorcycle why somewhere, not have a and it's firework? just a bat symbol. I mean, the GCPD—they can't figure out shit. They're never going to get the trajectory <laughs> and the polarity of it. They won't know what's going on. That fireworks—they the that polarity one, that actually yeah, that actually works for me. The fireworks would be pretty cool, except it's always just raining in Gotham. On a motorcycle, it's trouble though. It's always raining there. I don't know. Uh, trying sign. to get that lighter lit going through friggin' That'd highway. That'd be so hilarious. He's trying to do it, and then he blows off his fingers. You end up where we go to Midtown now, Eric, the real Midtown, and St. Industries. No. And it is Simon Saint. He's working on some tech gadgets there, and he uses a he's little really ability into at the one idea point. Of Sean Mahoney, and I'm like, oh my god, he's developing the peacekeepers. Yep. And then you get that assistant that I said's really important, Eric. That Ricardo? guy Ricardo there with his man bun. Montabon. And then you end up, you know, that he liked pure Corinthian leather. That guy Who doesn't uh, really. And you end up where Simon says goodbye. And, and I want to to you that I'm sorry. And that's the thing is actually go on with that story because that's even weirder. To I was me. just going to say, I, I went over Ricardo to go. What <laughs> is, that, is that what you, I have to go? Okay. Ricardo it's just odd out of standing nowhere. in front of Simon Satan, who's working on stuff. And then Simon says, I'm like, <laughs> does, does Simon like Satan here have an earpiece that Scarecrow is talking into as he's talking to Ricardo? Because it's just. A broad, like, you know, like a word balloon. I'm like, yeah. Is he yelling it from the body across? <laughs> I hope he heard me. And then it's funny, too, because the next. Because Ricardo doesn't respond to this. No, I'm saying. And then he kind of shushes him away. And then he goes. It's weird. It's a weird play because I think that some people are going to think that that's actually a Simon St. Power, that he's using that to get Ricardo away. I just am waiting for the next character to show up, Marco. And then his brother Polo, because we're playing fucking games here with this. That's the thing is, though. Do you think he just has an earpiece that Scarecrow's talking into that he only he can hear? Because he needs to like this. Ricardo's there's like, go away, Ricardo. Have a good night. Go home. And then he just walks over to the window where the Scarecrow's sitting on a building like an asshole across the way. It's like the the boy is gone. Do you like that look of his? 
He, he looks, no, it's an he awful, looks, awful he looks, look. Creepy. He, the worst he? part is, I want to bring the turtleneck back so bad because everyone's not, like not fashionable right? anymore, and he's ruining it for me right off the bat. Do you like the full turtleneck or you like the mock turtleneck? I like the mock turtleneck a lot. You like the full, and that's what you get. This guy, it just makes him look just awful. Uh, but yeah, you're never alone. You're never alone. <laughs> and it's such a weird idea because the thing is, you know, Scarecrow is going through with the plan. The city is in abject terror as, like, trying to get the magistrate stuff pushed, like Simon State once. But for where do we have Jonathan Crane in Future State where it seems that he is working for the magistrate, no more mass, and he's actually seems afraid of Simon State. Here it seems like it's a complete reversal where Simon Saint does seem afraid of what the Scarecrow is yeah. and what he will do to achieve his own goals. I'm like... When do we have the flip-flop switch in yeah. this power struggle? When you find out that that's Nakano. Uh, you end up, though, with that, like, the idea that we've been That'd pushing. That'd be an that, amazing twist. We, we've been pushing the idea that, you know, everything is the A-Day. All that stuff has been pushed to get that fear up. When you get fear, you're allowed to move in with the, Imagine you know, if this thing is Nakano is using Simon Saint when Simon Saint thinks he's using that. And actually, Nakano is the one going around making sure that it's no more mass policy gets pushed through. I mean, seriously, they, we thought they were teaching us. We're teaching them. Eric, it's crazy. Uh, but who knows? I don't know because it, it's weird where you don't see Nakano with what's going on and now, all that going stuff going around. Because I'm trying to justify the idea of we have an evolved scarecrow who's doing new fear experiments and how he's doing things throughout the city. But what if it is just Nakano? He just set up a freaking scarecrow effigy in his throat. Ah, I scared myself. Yeah. Somebody come help me. Yeah, yeah. And in the meantime... And that's why there's no fear toxin on He it. would be able to get the whole deal of, you know, what's it called? Jonathan out of Arkham, puts a dupe in because he's going to... And hides him. And Just ends imagine him in this, prison. though, where we have one-eyed Mayor Nakano, former police officer, Well, but here's still. the deal. You say this. One of the things that I'm looking at while you're saying it is that one glowing eye that you have, like a Deathstroke-type thing, with this whole setup. It does look like he only has one eye at that one point there that he's looking through. But, then the but imagine this whole thing. Has two have, later, but still. Uh, yeah, but we have this guy. He's trying to scale buildings to be the scarecrow persona. He has no idea how to do this because he's just Mayor Nakano yeah, with one goddamn eye. He's like, he's missing. <laughs> his, and then he's got his needle fingers. I'm like, how am I supposed to climb this building? perception is off. He's, he's really he's having problems here. He's all that straw weight oh with that rain God. coming in. That straw oh, yeah. going to be heavy as hell. Oh, it's got to stink, too. I mean, really. Uh, but yeah. Horses just keep coming up to him to take a bite of him. No, no, get out of here. <laughs> no, yeah. He actually he's like, no masks and no more police horses. I don't need them around. Like, I know it looks like he's wearing a poncho, but then he's got heavy scarves underneath us collecting all that yeah, water. That, I'm like, that, I don't know, scarf, man. It looks like he got a Tijuana down there. It looks like he's as cosplayed as Doctor Who earlier. Yeah, it does look like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think it might be him. I think that he might be trying to up this Annie with the idea of, you know, his partner ending up being the man. Yeah, everything's being pushed in a way that he wants it to. And the big twist would be like, oh, Simon Saint, Simon Saint. No, no, no. It's Nakano who's actually controlling him to do this as well. And even well. the idea, if you want to go along these lines with our weird, just jumping, to, not even jumping conclusions, but our weird far ideas that we're pulling out right now, but where Simon Saint thinks that he is the man in charge with this magistrate program because he is this, you know, this rich man who's done all these different things. Nakano's got the foxes in his pocket, too, the richest family yeah. in Gotham right now. So it's like, who is controlling who in the future state? Who's zooming who? I ended up where... Who's watching you know, The Watchmen? One of the things that, that got me was... Man, it's a good movie. Yeah, we're waiting. I never saw it. We're waiting for the whole deal with... Okay, when does Nakano end up realizing he's due? But he didn't up in Future State. You know what I mean? That that seems like, you know, what what is the deal? What's going on? And all of this. Plus, 
if it is Nakano and all that, that would even make more sense where you had all of those other companies in Future State being taken down. That's the evidence, all that going on. He's wearing so an eye patch. You can't trust somebody in an eye patch. You always say that, but you were an eye patch for a while. And you can't I, trust me. Exactly. I mean, that's what Jess said. And so you end up where, you know, the scarecrow scaling, you know, wet buildings and things, whatever. I, I'm telling you, that's even a I lanky think, doctor. What I are think you doing? that's even above Jonathan Crane's deal. I that's mean, this is crazy. If it is Nakano, then it's really at least he was a cop. But, yeah, he's ended up looking. You go to the Narrows and you also of all these other things. We end up the having the Unsanity Collective. Collective with Mr. Wise, Eric. I think that he Master likes to, he likes, Wise. He likes to potato he chips. To, he didn't go to master school to be called Mr. That's Wise. That's true. That's how I went for baiting, Eric. Boom. Uh, you end up where you even have that thrown in and there's Barbara wondering, yeah, what's going on? This guy. And I love the way that they're playing out until near the end when it's explained a little more. But this idea that they're taking the idea of unsanity and not questioning that as what is this made up word nonsense? Because in the middle of all this fear, they're the unsanity collective. Like they're the bad guys, but the bad guys that are against the other bad guys, it seems, and what's going on. But you end up having Barbara. I don't think we're going to be able to find anything out unless we end up going deep dive undercover and get into that. Now, in my mind, he was going to get on the damn phone and call, say, Jason Tut, or he was going to call, you know, Dick Grayson, or even some of the other, you know, the Batgirls or whatnot. I don't think of these collectives or anything really looking for a 55 to 60-year-old man that looks like the former Commissioner Gordon to join the ranks, because when he shows up, he looks just like Jim Gordon. He, he looks exactly. No, he like doesn't him. look just like Jim Gordon. He looks like Jim Gordon from the future <laughs> in an alternate reality. He has Jim Gordon 2099. Well, he's My got the match. aviator glasses on. They're pretty Does cool, he look, right? It looks like know. he has like a weird te- like telepathy headset on the side telepathy of his freaking headset. Head. It looks like he's wearing a suit that was made by Thor. I mean, the, the, with all those freaking shiny things and whatnot. I, I just I, like this idea, though. We're, we're to go infiltrate the Unsanity Collective, though, in the Narrows. Because whenever the cops come around, they like they move and they can never catch and stuff like that. So I got to go undercover and like infiltrate it. He get, he's looking like a 40-year-old man you can't trust to begin it, with. Is, goes, Are you a cop? Obviously, he is. Look at him with his 70s stash. Yeah, what is this, 62 jump street? And growing clothes for whatever him. reason. I, this is like, okay, you know, the kids at the schools, they're going to have like this whole thing. They're going to steal it. Hello, fellow Show up. Yeah, that's all it is. Hey, where's all the kids at? Well, where's my fellow right. kids? Yeah, right. I'll kill you. Get your but height. just imagine this. We have the leader, Master Wise, and his whole thing is he's <laughs> he's going to do the the great reboot because he got his hands on some old man Hatter tech and he has what he calls the mind machine. And his whole thing is the big reboot is to shed the traumas of their past. So he wants people to put on his mad Hatter tech, which will erase their memories. I'm like, so pretty much everybody in the Unsanity Collective has no idea who they are <laughs> or what they've idiots. done. Yeah. You know, I love they the have idea. no experience. That's what I love, the idea of when they end up wiping minds, but they, they know everything except, muscle you know, the, the things. Yeah, muscle memory. <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, when Batman shows up, I mean, really, are they like the – name? and he says the names match. They're like, really, uh, you, you kind of look like you're a, a, a narc. Like, uh, that would be – Yeah, the, I'm not like, this No, 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 I'm not a caveman. No, no, I didn't say with the G, asshole. He died. And what so is he's growing there. zippers? I don't know. He's that's what he said. I'm here with the kids. Look this at me. The kids like, but does he have like you know, glowing shoes too? And everybody can take yeah. a step on and they and, freaking start blinking lights. And then he's like, wait a second. I got his wheelies on. With I got to check my angry birds app. I'm playing like your kids. And he said, hey, anybody oh, those pigs in my right? Anybody playing the Roblox in here? 
Hey, wait a minute. Let me update my MySpace profile and my GeoCities so that they know I'm in, involved in you guys. Nonsense. He looks I like- printed out my Google Maps to make sure I could get here right. <laughs> oh, look at him. He, he just... There's no person that looks like more of a cop narc than him right there. I mean, it's from the future. (laughs) I'm here from the future. It's your kids. And the thing is, I see the future. It's Marty McFly, Back to the Future 2 type future. Yeah, and and it's neon and stupid. If you didn't have enough, the next Miracle Molly. I just really, the kids, they like the Molly, Eric. They're at the raves, is what they're doing. He's there, hey, anybody got any of them poppers? He's just yelling shit. Oh, yes. He's like, hey, who wants to watch porn on DVD? They're like, he, he's old. Get him out of here, this guy. Oh, yes. Uh, but, yeah, that that there's just so much thrown at you. And then you get a backup with the whole ghost maker. Ghost maker. You know, who likes to, he's you know. He's going to Devil Skull Island. He is. And also, but at first, he's there making the loves, Eric. But he has. Uh, no, what? no. With a man and a woman in a bed in a plane that's probably like that, right. that's not making love. That's, that's angry fucking. <laughs> <laughs> with that he he must be doing something really dirty because he doesn't want to see it he always has That's to just cover is, his eyes up with this is he stuff. blind is he the daredevils yeah maybe but he doesn't want his identity seen either eric but they're going to be able i i heard some trials back in the day that so they were, he has a lot of shame going on after this maybe I, i'm telling you a lot of those trials they end up well yep he's got a mole there i mean they better watch out what he's showing them uh, but you're introduced or you get more of this icon AI. It's really not a lot of anything except then another Madam Midas. Hey, we're on the Devil Skull Island. The and- richest woman <sighs> on earth, Madam yeah. Midas, who wants to take out the ghost maker because she, he has cost her so much money over his pursuit to take out criminals throughout Europe and Asia and stuff like that. So she's bringing together the only people who have survived the ghost maker's attack, you know, like the low rent killer croc. The instigator. I think he stole the bananas from Donkey Kong at one point. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you have the gimp razor, the gimp zombie razor line. Yeah, yeah. You have the, the little the girl robot. It's kid one cool thing. Kawhi. It's one thing to have like, hey, you guys. How the fuck did these guys end up? I think that he took pity on them and laughed. And, and then Cowboy Bebop brainstorm. Yeah, this Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Spike. Stuff. And it's just thrown at you. And with that, is anybody sitting there saying, man, I need more Brainstorm? Now, Kid Kawhi, I can go with that, right? Uh, Just imagine if Killer Croc had a nose ring. It'd be pretty cool, right? Okay, here's the deal. Instigator. Is is there a possibility? I know James Tynan is not doing it, but he's in with Joshua Williamson. Is there a a possibility Kid Kawhi ends up in that fighting tournament against Damien in any of the rounds? Because I think it's a big possibility. And that'll be where James Tynan then slips in with that first appearance. He's like, I just imagine that. All of a sudden, you go to this League of Lazarus fighting tournament to discover who the best fighter in the world is. And you show up a bunch of children for some reason. (laughs) It's all kids. It's the kids. Connor Hawk, Wayne, Kid Kawhi over here. I don't think I want to be a part of your your weird tournament, guys. And then all of a sudden. I'm going to the Kumite. Then all of a sudden, the next one. Oh, man, there's one last entrant. Who are you? They call me Match. Like, what is this old guy doing here now? Uh, But, yeah, you end up having these characters in. It's a very cartoony thing in my mind so I, I could have some fun with it but the problem is is i'm all my, my head's spinning from everything that already happened of just characters being thrown at you with not a lot of story to back them up 
to go into this and then it's overkill with a ton of characters that could be fun. This could be a pretty fun backup. Well, where, the thing is, but you're I, just going like to get a big fight. It wants to be too much fun because we yeah. go to Devil's Skull Island, which is home yeah. to Madame Midas, the richest woman in the world, who has put together a ragtag crew of ghost maker enemies and has leaked the idea, like the the uh, location of Skull Devil Island, yeah. and like they're like, I have, I'm bringing the skull of the ghost maker here. Like you're doing what? Yes, we're all going to fight him. So like she knows that Ghostmaker is coming and yeah. he comes down there and he's trying to infiltrate her fortress. And now he has to fight golden robotic tigers with laser eyes. Yeah. Like, well, okay, Icon, yeah. the AI, is that Clyde? Is that Inky Blinky? I don't know. You end up having Pac-Man ghosts there and stuff. It kind of made me giggle. Quite a lot but of Pac-Man it, is a, um, it is a weird kind of like over the top. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of am looking forward to seeing where it goes. I just think like, you're going to get battles. I just want to see Ghostmaker and Gotham doing Batman freaking dynamic see, duo stuff, stuff at this point. Yeah, I want bro stuff. and Or it, even, you know, him doing something with Harley Quinn and trying to understand why Bruce would allow no, no. this person to team up with and him. And that's what's weird about this issue because we had full-out Ghostmaker. There's not enough room for him. And maybe it's even the the idea, well, he's going to be in the backup. So, but I want to see him doing stuff. It's like James Tynan all pissed deal. off because he told DC, I want to do a 12-issue maxi-series of Ghostmaker. And they straight up said no. What? It's going to be my backup set. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm going to do 80. But I, the weird thing is, is where you have this starting out. We had a Robin backup before, you know, leading in the Robin book. You like the last one, especially. Connor came back, gets you excited for the book. Now you're kind of caught in this idea. And eventually it may end up, you know, one of the, like, are they going to run out of ideas? Like, oh, we need a backup. What are we going to do? And just, I don't want things just thrown Tell at you. And this fucking story. What's yeah, wrong with you? Already, but, I wanted to read Batman in this and see what Batman's doing. And you barely get any Batman in this book. Yeah. And you don't get a lot of Ghostmaker either because he just comes in in a puff of smoke and a prayer to grab Harley and, and go off. And I think, again, they might think, well, we can't do too much in the story because we have that backup. We don't want. And I'd rather not have the backup, like you said. I'd like to see maybe Bruce, you know, going through the routine and, and wondering why he would think that this match uh, deal is anything of a, you know, well, is still going to work. Even just go back and give you what you wanted when we had Ghostmaker first show up and show you more interaction with Ghostmaker and Bruce as they were training as kids. Yeah. 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 That would be cool, too. So make uh, him feel like a character that's lived in a little bit, you know, just well, not lived in a little. And when you get that, you you get the idea that he's going to stick around for a bit, uh, you yeah. know, if it is. And there's points where you're like, eh, he's just going to be in and out or whatnot. And I do. I, I He won me over. Uh, we ended up liking that last issue so much with him, you know, not saying the whole issue or whatnot, but with him and Bruce, it, it was a dynamic that I thought was really cool, especially when they were joking around. You know, laughing about Alfred being dead and stuff like that. It was hilarious. Oh, but, but even the idea that he's richer than, than Bruce, like it, it just was fun. And, but then this goes, like you said, it, it tries almost like you can, you can see through the veil and see that they are just trying to have fun with this, but I liked it enough. Uh, but what about the whole issue? What would you give it? I am giving this a 6.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art for the, for like the first majority of the Batman book. It did take a weird dive when we went to the second part of the clock tower because all of a sudden Barbara Gordon looked like she was drawn by Babs Tar from the Burnside Batgirl series. So great. You're know saying why, what people no, say. No, 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 but really enjoyed the art in this, even the backup because it's a cartoony yeah. ghost maker thing. It's, it's fine for what it is, even though it looks like King K. Rule from Donkey Kong Country yeah, is does, the instigator. It does. But. I just, there's too much going on in this and not enough Batman. Like, you know, focus on something. It's the same problem that we're going to have in the Green Lantern book coming up here, yeah. but it just doesn't seem like 
it, I, don't, I don't know if the, the writers feel rushed like now. Like DC saying like, all right, everybody, you better have future state fucking mapped out by October. Okay, get that shit done. Like, oh my God, I got to do all our ideas at once because no one's taking any time to really develop things. Like James Tynan is just throwing everything he well, can I think James right Tynan, at you. And I, I don't know why. I think that punchline feel kind of got to him. And I think that they're like, what else you got? What else you got? And he's what don't giving, I got? He's doing more character, you know, designs and, and introductions than actual story to back them up and that's not how things go that's that i mean really that's what you end up with you know stuff like just think of the punchline we still don't know a ton about it but look at naomi she's all over the place brian michael bendis still hasn't given us a pa- like i think well, that she's DC- only had her powers for like two weeks yeah yeah three days i think that you know dc is just like oh man when you get these characters out there like even like a house of l the, in in future this all feels the same of just let's just throw characters out there and see what hits and not even see what hits but People will think it's cool. There's tons of things going on. And I think that James Tynan has to pull things back a bit and center on a couple characters and this story that is, you know, an important story well, if I'm you're looking you, forward to see what that, goes to future state. But do what you've been doing, the setup you've created where Bruce can't, you know, rely on his money anymore. He doesn't have Alfred. You've stripped him down to the bare minimum. Show that. Yeah, we never see that. We never do. Even I'm fucking the, worried about mini signals on freaking in seven detective roofs. comics. He's in the you know swanky neighborhood going to cheese and wine parties and stuff like that. I'm like whatever. But murders I'd on like the menu at those that. parties though. But then you have to show that he's gritty as murder was on the menu. But also in between, I got to go off a minute and then he's pickaxing in the sewer. Oh, he's getting back to his roots. He is. Uh, but yeah, I'm a seven Man out of ten labor. for this. Blue I actually Bruce. <laughs> Batman will labor. You end up where I did like I, I kind of got a giggle out of the character designs. Now I'm saying all that in the Ghostmaker backup, but you in, know, in you the know, front you, end, Killer Croc with a nose ring. Damn you got right. Nemesis from Resident Evil Three. Exactly right. And then you got the guy who looks like you. Stars. I ended up though in in the main issue. You want to end up trying. I'm Kid Kawaii. You end up where you're trying to. Get a grip. Like, sure there's a mystery going on. There's a bunch. So you're trying to get a grip on what's going on and figure some things out. But what ap- happens is there's just so much shit being thrown at you. It's almost like you're trying and you're dodging all over the place and trying to figure out instead of the mystery being, oh, my God, is this scarecrow actually controlling Simon? Say-? That's like a big thing. Instead, the mystery is. The fuck am I supposed to be paying attention to here? Because oh, there's you got too the Insanity much. Collective, Miracle Molly, Master Wise, and now you have this character who's not even named the gardener in yeah, this yeah. issue, which I had to look up talking. Hey, Rex. I'm like, who the fuck Eric, is Rex now? You forgot Stabo. Stabo's in there. No one as forgot well. Stabo, Jim. And then just throw He's getting in, the help he deserves. I mean, still throw in Harley, throw in, you know, Ghostmaker, Ghostmaker. As and we're waiting to see Renee Montoya. Hunter, Renee Montoya in there. I mean, there it is. The only Oracle. question you get is how many fucking characters can we get in this, Eric? Uh, but overall, like I said, it does still have my attention. I just, I'm starting to kind of get to the What's idea I'm being overwhelmed. On? What's my attention is just, I want to know what the hell's going on with Simon Saint, Batman, and the Scarecrow. That is my attention there. The Unsanity Collective it seems like a side deal. Uh, this gardener, Big we don't even know her Jim. name and things. So I, I just, I just want to see what's going on with the Scarecrow Simon Saint. That's what has my interest, and I'm hoping we get back to some broness next issue because that, ba- so. that Batman. And I, I wonder if Tynan realized like that he had solid gold there, or if he thought that well, nobody would want that. Maybe it was just you and that. me that thought it was solid gold. I don't know if I'm, anybody else liked it. I'm telling you. 
I've been thinking about it since and giggling every time. I end up like he's got his it's Joker so, rug. It's so funny to me. I bet he stole that from Batburger. <laughs> he's got his trophies there. I just love the idea that you said that he set that up to try to impress Ghostmaker. Ghostmaker is so rich. He's like, I don't need this shit, but he's being nice. I've got uh, the dartboard over here. It's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> and look, this is not only just a ping pong table, but you can play beer pong on it as well. Hey, let's go play the foosball, but no spinning. That's bitch moves. And and what? Yeah, really. What I would like though is when they come down, he does end up having the ping pong table, but the one side is up because he's lonely. Eric, he didn't have a friend. He was playing one man ping pong. And then what happens is is that Ghostmaker goes, "Hey, hey, Bruce," puts it down. And is they that hug. how you know the healing begins? They hug. That's <laughs> the healing. It's like, oh my god! Now I got to go buy another, you know, paddle. I only had one. Holy crap. Who just buys one paddle? <laughs> He's lonely. He didn't have anybody. Any, he doesn't have any money. He ended up going down to the Goodwill and getting it. It only had one paddle. I don't know. But I, it, it, I, I would have liked that, too. That would have been cool, right? Still can't play all the games with two people, but they could start. The, the healing starts. Eric, what's next? Here's the healing. What was your end. score for that? Seven. I said okay. it was a 7 out of 10, a little more positive view because I was, I'm still interested in the Scarecrow, Nakano, no, Simon No, no, I'm State interested thing. in all that stuff. I, I just know. think that everything that we dealt with here wasn't, had, didn't have any well, focus. This, this really felt like a weird, like, it's a setup issue, but not really, and it's just it's a set up throw everything things. for the next three yeah, years. That's what I'm saying. It is a setup for Same everything. with this one, the yeah. Green Lantern number one. But that's here, before you even say this, the problem is, is that James Tynan's already at least set some things up so where. You can't do this yeah, sort of issue things you've number set up one, with. right? But number one, that really throws you off in just getting things thrown at you. But you go. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Green Lantern number one, written by Jeffrey Thorne with art by Dexter Soy, Marco Santucci, Alex Sinclair, and Rob Lay. For our first issue of our new Green Lantern series, we see how the Corps and the Guardians are going to deal with a galaxy that doesn't need them anymore with the United Federation of Planets. We're also going to deal with Kelly Quintella, the Teen Lantern, and where her powers come from, and we're going to reintroduce the Starheart, the energy that fuels Alan Scott, and boy, is that a lot to do for one issue. And ultimately, the lack of focus here is a bit disappointing for a series that I've been waiting to come back. Yeah, and it's a weird deal because yeah, everybody's been waiting. If you, if you haven't been reading... The Grant Morrison Green Lantern. You have not had a Green Lantern book in oh, years. Oh, I call that nonsense for the sake of nonsense. Oh, that that's book. what you say. Some people liked it, though. But even then, you're, even the people who loved it, they're going to push it aside as it's that's a Grant Morrison book. You know, you, you always have to know. So getting back to a main continuity deal with the Green Lantern Corps, we already heard, you know, and I'm not going to base any of my score about the things that Jeffrey Thorne went on. And I hate Hal Jordan. I don't care well, about, what that, about any of that, that's whatever. That. What I care about is coming out of future state with his book there. Uh, you didn't get a lot of, it's weird. You get too much story, but no focus on real character work and just things thrown at you. And unfortunately that's what happens here. And it feels like when I say a lot of new writers or new people on a book, a lot of times they'll go over the top with dialogue. He is just going over the top with names and situations but i don't know that at the end you could sit there and say that how they're presented here are interesting at all 
there's nothing like he mentioned the star heart. There's people who are listening right now and like, I don't even know what the fuck that is because he doesn't explain it. That's a big deal, though. And then having well, that's a big deal too. the idea, because, you know, you were living in this lived in universe and Jeffrey Thorne is expecting anybody who picks this book up to know all of the Green Lantern lore and stuff like that. Or the idea that the Guardians that like billions of years ago, millions, whatever it is didn't like magic in the universe yeah. and tried to collect it all up because it's unruly, it's chaotic, and they're trying to place the universe, created the star heart and all the stuff, and a part of that broke off, going to Earth and becoming the Green Lantern that would eventually go to Alan Scott and him, you know, fuel his yeah. magic and stuff like that. So when you have the planet Z- planet Xerox here who shows up, which is like more Jewish planet from the 30th century during like, you know, uh, the Legion of Superheroes, you have a bunch of sorcerer people from a sorcerer world who are pissed off on Oa that these guardians freaking millennia ago locked up the star heart and took away half the magic in the universe fuck you guardians i don't want you people a part of the united planets of federation like i don't even know why you're a part of this goddamn yeah, really, bunch of monsters it almost feels like they ended up like ooh, like we could go oh that gets us to oh then we could do this this is our big deal but nothing's set up with these things and in a first issue of a book that a lot of people haven't been reading any Green Lantern book in the past couple of years because it ended up getting canceled. You had the, the Grant Morrison stuff to go to this and just throw it at you. It feels in my mind like we even say stuff with Bendis and things where you're just going to get things thrown at you so that he's going to impress maybe the, the people who are in the know. But you're not allowing people who are like, oh, my God, like there are some people who have jumped on these books and have never been able to really get a Green Lantern book. And this would be, oh, man, it's my first one. I want to see what this is all about. And they read this in my mind and be lost and confused and bored uh, because well, I didn't thing, know what's I'm, going on. And I was bored. I'm all about the idea because the coolest thing in my mind to come from the United Federation of Planets idea that Ben has proposed out there was when we saw the brigade come out and, like, you know, start fighting their own fights. I'm like, why do we have this when we have the Green Lantern Corps? So when we pick up with this issue right away to find out if the Green Lantern Corps is still relevant in a galaxy that is going to place itself with the United Federation of Planets, I'm like, that is a cool concept. I want to see that where that goes. But we're not even doing that because <laughs> people want to be assholes out of nowhere because you have the Guardians who have placed the universe as long as it's been around for the most part. Yeah, they fucked up here and there. They did some bad stuff. Yeah, who no. hasn't? But really? we're not going to talk about that. We're going to have this weird idea that they've been duped on Oa. Everybody's come to Oa too now. See if the the Guardians and Oa are allowed to be in the United Federation of Planets. I'm like, for some reason, Nuke Korrigar and the Sinestro Corps are a part of this Federation, yeah. and you're going to ask if the Guardians and the Green yeah. Lantern Corps should be a part and, of them. And like, what's weird about what, it is, yeah. Freaking, like, you know, Atrocitus is a part yeah, of the Atrocitus. freaking, you know, United Blazers Federation here. of Planets for I mean, some they reason. I have all these things going on, and they even, there's some Reds here and things, and what's weird about this is, I wish that it, it Who first them up, in? First time here's the deal first. Yeah, I'm really you're you're gonna let them in, but not the Greenland. I'm not putting uh, the asthma. The weird in my thing about crew. this is is the idea and, and it really comes off, I'm telling you, it looks like the whole, you know, deal in Star Wars. It, it looks like they have just got, you know, Coruscant and brought it here to this. And I think that maybe you should have started out almost like that stupid Imperious Rex where they send a bunch of characters off to Oa to look into things. They just seem to be like and let's go over there. Let's see that and just end up voting here. And it just felt off. It felt it just well, was a way to get we, people there. It seems. Th- there's such a weird, dramatic situation going on here. And I don't even know if it's warranted, but it feels off because, you know, the Guardians have pulled in a bunch of Green Lanterns to be the face here to like, you know, to show respect to the United Federation of Planets. And then like the United Federation Brigade are like, we think it's a show of force with your arm yeah, showing up. And every, like, then and that's, have- you're right. Everything is there as a. 
like a forced way for four. Like it's forced to make it this big situation. It doesn't feel right in my mind. And the thing is, when we have all these people are lined up like it's Star Wars, the prequels with all That's the freaking people like. there, and like we like. We're going to decide if the Guardians and Oa should be a part of this whole thing. And then they start naming off planets, except deny and stuff like that. But like, yeah. when you have them named here, I'm like, like, Jakul, I'm like, isn't that General Zod's planet that he's a dictator of and just <laughs> enslaves all those people? Like, yeah, you who's know, letting these fuckers in. in this goddamn Federation? Hey, there's a lot of planets, Eric. They can't the check Guardians every one. No, never. Like, I'm like, hey, even the idea when Sinestro for new Corrigar shows up with the Sinestro Corps as it's back in my like, like, why would right, it be? I, I, I got questions right now because <laughs> new Corrigar does not want Sinestro to be its leader. He's obviously taken this over by force. Yeah. Where's Sword Ignatu, who the last time we saw was, was the leader for. of Sinestro Corps? And, and that's you know, what gets so that me. That show was off the Legion of Doom stuff. Like, just um, th- this is what we're saying. Just imagine that Korgar with Sinestro has already been in this Federation, and and they're just going to Oa to see. Eh, we'll see and if like, they're going to be she, in. Here's Sinestro's proclamation. Like, I don't know if she trusts those Guardians and their fear yeah, and oh. stuff like that. I'm like, you know, maybe we shouldn't take Sinestro's no, word about his I, sworn <laughs> enemies. Somebody we don't need to. I love that. Basically, like. Oh, everybody, to the let, universe. let's be quiet now. Sinestro has to talk. <clears throat> fear, fear, fear. <laughs> and he walks up and they're like, yeah, he drops the mic. Also, I'm there. I'm like, hey, they're silly sucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm getting angry just because yeah. he was brought back one time for Sam Humphreys to the Green yeah. Lanterns run at the dead. beginning. When a lot of these Green Lan- like these now, Red Lantern characters are dead and also – wouldn't work with Atrocis ever again. What, like, please. What, what? Did they bring, like, did they end up there with, the, like, a portable bloodbath there that they're like, hey, we got to go do the blood pool stuff now? I mean, ridiculous. Cool. They would be General Zod in. Basic. Atrocitus is not looking to vote or not vote here. He's looking to recruit. He I don't even know why the Daxamites are here because they even throw out the word Daxam. Like, aren't they going to be getting killed <laughs> if they're off planet Daxam because of their lead poisoning <laughs> yeah. problem? Dead. <laughs> it's it's so it's such a surface level attempt that having something be shown to you as if he knows what he's doing and every and step of the way it's ridiculous at this gigantic freaking room of all these people who are the representatives of their planet besides for like when you have the main one they're just random aliens which you don't really yeah. get a good sense of things you're like all right here's a dominator and there's the red lanterns in the background but Here's some giant eyeballs. Here's some fish people. Like, but they're yeah. not like you know things that would stand out as DC comics and stuff you would know. Yeah, no. Then you have Kelly, Teen Lantern, and, Kelly Quintella, the Teen Lantern, and she was begging for anybody to recognize her. She had hacked into things. She said all well, this. We've she has been the begging gauntlet. to know what's up yeah, with the gauntlet. And, and the gauntlet itself now it, it's really pushed aside that she was hacking of anything. It's just now gauntlet, gauntlet. They want to look at it. She wanted to get involved with this, but the idea that the, and you said this to me before, it's not just me saying, and I'm not, you know, I'm a dummy, but you end up where she's got this different thing that does look a lot like Cronus Gauntlet. It ends up not having to tap into the battery. There's an 11 year old girl who has it, and these guardians of the, the universe, the oldest in the universe. Yeah, they may the have done some bad things at points, but the most powerful oldest in thing. the universe. And she's basically. No, it's like you know, we I have don't a tween who has one of the like the most powerful weapons that, that you know, they've ever seen that somehow tapping into a power that they wield, but differently. They, they don't think that they can take this off of an 11 year old girl on their own planet. I'm like, 
I don't know, guys. I think you can do this and actually be justified and, in your actions. And I mean, John and Simon like, don't want him to do it either, and it's just you're just not imagine getting what if we need. Year old comes over to you with a gun, and you're like, you know what? I don't think you should have that gun. Fuck you. <laughs> now, hey, that's my gun. Take now that it gun is away and, from that kid. Yeah, but it's just. Even then, though. She's proved herself. Has she? No, has she really proved no. herself with this whole and, thing? And She's so wielding one that, of the most powerful weapons in the universe, and why? And even the whole thing, where the whole idea before was she has this gauntlet. It's able to tap into the main power battery that was set up in Young Justice. Even her Earth 3 counterpart was called Hack because it hacked yeah, into hack. the power battery. That was ring the whole thing. That's what I said. Universe. They've gotten so rid of the Hack it, deal. Exactly. Now it's just its own thing. It's it doesn't own use thing, the though. main power battery at all. I'm like, what no. the fuck is it now? Then they even found her because that, like all this stuff that led into this is not being played out. And all you have to do is have her go to now again. You're having her go to Oa here, and that's a big thing for us. We like the character. Huge. We want to know more about this gauntlet. That is enough for at least a half of an issue by itself. But you're throwing it in the middle of this whole United Planets thing, where you have everybody at each other's throats. Plus, you end up having you know magic, Xerox, all that thrown in with the star heart. This thing that you're continuing off of Grant Morrison's The Green Lantern, where you have younger, new guardians who are here who are indecisive in, in their actions yeah. because this is a whole new experience for them. They're the new, younger guardians that were sent, like, you know, how was sent out to get and stuff like that. You're not even dealing with this new guardians aspect that are different than the ones we kind of see in Far Sector and different parts of no. The Green Lantern. So you just have generic, random yeah. guardians. You don't have around. a connection to them at no. all. They're just randos. And again, this could be. And is that like, the whole thing where you can you know, justify the idea of like, well, this is why they didn't take the gauntlet away I don't from know, Teen Lantern? They're, like, they're trying eh, to, and she won't should. go. I either said that at one point I was wondering if they were going to play the deal where she couldn't physically take it off, like it had, almost like a Red Lantern thing, where it, like it yeah, bonded yeah. with her. So you didn't get that. But what I wanted to see here is not, hey, did Kelly do good on the written test? Yeah, she did great. The but test they too. tried. No, I want to see what that gauntlet can do. I want to see her team up with Jon Stewart, who is now almost her, you know, mentor. She's the Jedi. She's the path. Like, I want that connection where they're trying to help her figure out herself. And well, the just call, imagine not her before. just saying, no, 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 you can't take it. It's mine. I'm running. This resembles Krona's gauntlet, which they have yeah. locked up in the vault ever since Hal Jordan and had they, to break it before. That. The whole thing was this thing was so powerful before when Hal Jordan was using it that it turned him into pure will and to yeah, the point where will. he was able to make his own ring out of his own willpower. And so eleven year old girl has something that's And sort here's of the thing where I get upset about this. John and Simon are concerned, but they're only concerned that the guardians are gonna take this from her. They're not concerned that she may die. This thing, they don't know what it is. Like I said, they don't even really spell out where it's drawing the power. I said even that when we were doing the, you know, Young Justice things. Maybe it's sapping her life energy. Maybe maybe it's whatever it's doing. It's something weird. But again, she was hacking at that point. But they are only concerned to make her keep the gauntlet as if that has to be forced in like somebody's going to go in like the Hamburglar and grab it. You're writing the story. Make it in a way that they allow her to keep it and make it make sense. Not just, oh, my God, we're concerned because it's powerful and we want to get or it. Or maybe no. deal with this later after you've yeah. already you know, cinched up the whole United That's Federation of Planets. With this, have her get to Oa and then, hey, how she's doing? Oh, she's in the middle of the test. We're still trying to figure out that gauntlet. But please, We're kind of busy right now with this going the, on, so we yeah. don't have the time to really deal with that. Make but the we'll get focus to it. on 
being concerned with a little girl that it might be something that could hurt her or she could end up blowing up the universe. Stuff like that. That's what I'm concerned about. But the big thing, though, I just I need some more concern about her, not the gauntlet. And both sides are like, no, you're not taking that. I don't give a shit about her. She's just one Terran to the oldest beings in the universe. I don't care. Still, it's all but about like the, you the, said, the, it's like a little the rest kid, of the universe. a little kid who comes to, to your house with a gun, and you end up saying, and "Whoa, whoa, whoa, kid! kid right you better give me that gun." And then your next door neighbor comes out. Hey, man, everybody has the right to have it. You're like, this isn't the argument. Right, this is a kid with a gun. We made this political, and I don't know yeah, how that saying, But that's <laughs> how it plays up. Like everybody's concerned about everything but her. It's only property. They're they're concerned about what her property is, not this little girl. And that when you get concerned about the little girl and show some things with that gauntlet, you end up being able to build a character we don't know a lot about. And unfortunately, you ended up having not a lot of her being explained by well, the Bendis. best part about her in this whole thing is Simon Baz having a babysitter and sucking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's, Love seeing Simon but that's again. where I thought maybe you could have that where, hey, you're going to have to watch her and then we'll get some fun with it. But I don't know that Jeffrey Thorne has Simon, fun in his Ke- DNA. Where, where's Kelly at? I thought you were watching. Yeah, really. I oh, you were no. watching. Uh-oh. Uh, and then at one point, eh, we left her with the brigade. She went and caused an international <laughs> incident like with that. the planet Xerox. I like the idea where it's like, uh, hey, we left her with the incident. we left her with the brigade. You know, she said she'd get involved in the fight if she had to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She can't. Like, but even with 11 that, years old guys, you end up where no training again. If somebody didn't read Young Justice and they don't know Kelly, and then you end up where. Shit, I've read Young Justice yeah. and I don't well, know I'm Kelly. I'm saying the idea all of a sudden she's like, man, I went to Gem World. And that throws everybody off. But it's not even really spelled out. A lot of people who have been reading since Rebirth may not know Gem World. You wish you could forget well, about it, but you well, can't. Well, the thing but- is, even when we have the planet Xerox, like I said, the sorcerer world where this, you know, this water elemental woman actually overhears her talking about the idea of Gem World. And this, this is the thing that sparks the gigantic Liar. problem, I guess. Or honestly... I think anything would have, but this is just the thing that did it for this particular moment where Gem World's been closed off forever. I'm like, no, no, it has been closed off recently, but maybe your sorcerer powers are saying yeah, shit. Maybe you're like a you water woman. Go Xerox some other powers. Like, I, I actually want to know why they believe that Gem World and the rest of the sphere of the gods have been closed off all this time, especially since we just rebooted the Seriously. universe into an omniverse. Like, what do you mean when you say that and why? But we'll oh, never I'll, get I'll that tell far. You. Just, it means that, hey, we're magic-based and we need to cause a problem in this book. I don't think that it's anything but a surface-level deal to start the fight. I don't think we're going to see anything of that. And I don't think Jeffrey Thorne really has an explanation. He's just like, well, nobody could get there. And they kind of got there weird because Bendis didn't explain a lot. And, and again, here we even go. this whole thing, when you talk about the Starheart and how like these people are pissed off that the Guardians went and captured the Starheart a millennia ago, whatever it was. Yeah. But the idea where, where is the Starheart now? Because like I said, we just rebooted the universe. We haven't really talked about the Star Heart in a good That's decade or saying. so at this point. We have Alan Scott back in, you know, doing Green Lantern things, but before he had the Star Heart energy as himself back in the nineties yeah. when he was Sentinel. That's how he was. But where is it now? And like, you know, you know I don't what's know because weird. even when Yeah, that? keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll tell you. I'm just saying, guys, like she starts using her magic powers because she's a door opener, even though she can't open a door to Gem World, but she's feeling around into the insides of Ella and she finds this original, like, you know, Weapon that the uh, Owens created, like back in the days, like Atomatenum yeah, Trim. I, I don't know what I just said exactly. there. Exactly. The idea you just, of much somebody that, just ended up, uh, you know, getting activated there. <laughs> you just maybe. Did it. Yeah. Maturing candidates left yeah. and right. But this whole thing is, it's pretty much, hey guys, the Guardians created a Chinese finger trap back in the day. The only way to win is not to fight. And this is what we have for the rest of it. It's like, everybody powered down. I understand what this peace monster is all about. How do you bring peace? You don't fight. 
That's and then we it. take out the sorcerer people until at the end when one of the shows up and shoots a freaking magic arrow into a guardian's chest. I'm like, I don't All know right. what you're doing anymore. Yeah. And, and even then you end up having the guardians like, listen, we've done a lot of crazy stuff in the past. I'm like, who, who elected him to talk? Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> you're, you're not selling us very well here. Come on. Uh, but yeah, just characters just show up, the yell things and the stuff. And what I was going to say, what's weird to me is we're getting this even in the time in Batman, but especially this where you're coming into a new number one, you're getting a lot thrown at you. And when we say, like the idea of uh, Tim Sheridan doing Red X. Oh, my, he's not setting up anything. You're supposed to do your legwork yourself to go. That's what everything's starting to become. Like, they're just yelling things out, like in this, the star, but nothing explained, nothing about the real importance of that and what that means to the whole Green Lantern lore and things like that, which is the cool stuff that you explain that ends up making it that much better. But why isn't he doing that? Why? Because there's no room. He ends up throwing all this stuff in an oversized first issue that still doesn't have the space for him because he's just throwing everything. And I think that he's trying to impress some people who are like real big, long time. Oh my God, he mentioned this. He mentioned that. That's fine for people who are in the know. But with this, this is a lot of stuff being thrown at people to then at the end, just get a magic arrow hit, get, you know, guardian to to the idea of this, this freaking, you know, guardian Chinese finger trap that we have as a monster here. That's starting to take out everybody. The way that we defeat it, like I said, the idea, like, the only way to bring the peace is not to, like, fight. So this is what they do. But we learned this information from a space Native American of some sort. He just comes out of nowhere. It's like this. The Guardians built it to defy any such attack. It's written in the Book of Oa. I'm sitting here like, the fuck did you read the Book yeah, of Oa? Really? He anyway, says he did. He John Stewart. It's he like this. It. Citizen, you need to evacuate. It's not safe here. It's like, my knowledge may help you, Lantern. I've studied the book. Before the Manhunters, the Guardians create. I'm like, we have this guy who is just like you know exposition you, thrower hey, out guy. of nowhere hey, guy, he walked up? out of the shadows yeah. he might as well have just walked right back and as soon as he was done doing all the exposition that we needed to solve the problem that was set up for no real reason yeah i actually think that they're going to make a play that he uh was like a, a race on oa that nobody really knew of and like an indigenous him, race that ends is, up knowing i want to make him this weird white lantern that like, you know the when awesome? you have the rookie green lanterns how they don't have, like, a lot of times they don't have the symbol on their yeah, chest yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I want to make it so there are the White Lanterns that continuing on from we left the new Guardians book where to, to secure the life equation and the anti-life equation and all that, when when Kyle Rayner was a White How Lantern, cool would it be I, if he got one of those rings that Kyle let well, loose he said, the deal? Well, he said not even that, where, like, he's actually working towards that whole thing where it's almost like the Power Rangers thing where everybody wears the color that they are when they power up all the time, where he's just wearing this white thing. He has, like, a, a glowing yes. sphere on his chest with no symbol – what, like, why would he know about the book of all, all these different things when he just seems to be some random alien? He does. He's like, he, John Stewart doesn't even recognize him as having any. He's you wearing know, a white headband. Yeah. Come on, he's got to be some kind of rookie white lantern. Damn because right. Because there has to be some secret white lantern core out cool there that nobody too, knows right? about. Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe he shows hair. up. But they, it's weird too. Like, there's what I don't understand. The idea, you know, I have read the, you know. The Book of Owen and John Stewart's well, just like, when would you do that? Yeah, why, why isn't he reacting to this? Why isn't he like, whoa, whoa, who are you? Like, who are you, bro? Uh, like, even when you do this, because like the emotional spectrum and like this dude's all like, hmm, I've never been comfortable with that description. Yeah. Love is, rage is, fear is, but life, death, no. Greed, compassion, hope. What are they? The results of choice and, and I, actually will. will. These guys are so freaking simpatico right now. They're yeah. finishing each other's sentences. Oh, my God. Look at them. We got more bros. Uh, 
actually, I think that you're on to some. I think that this is going to be a guy who's part of some sort of deal where they were what was before. And it's like a combination. I don't know. But it, it's going to be like it's going to be like a white in my lantern mind. type deal, but without being a white lantern. I don't know because where's the reaction to this? <laughs> this is like okay. I don't know who you are, citizen. Who are you, but strange alien? Citizen, he says. Uh, but yeah, With all this knowledge, and then that I don't have as core leader. And then all it is, the guardians built that you know big thing that ends up you know coming out the peace deal uh, to consume all chaos, all disorder. But it is as much a riddle as it is a weapon. Uh, and then he's like, "Be gone!" <laughs> Does he just step back into Native the shadows? Americans. Then uh, he like disappears. Uh, but yeah, John's like, "All right, everybody, power down." And I don't know. Y- you get the focus on John, which is cool. We get a little Simon yeah. Baz. We get a little Kelly, but not enough. And you all this stuff just thrown at shit. you. Yeah, guy. And then you get a hologram of House, and he's oh, doing stuff. Oh, but even when you do this, the Vegas system, right? Well, even when you're talking about this whole thing, when it starts out, before we get to the big battle and the you know discussion about the United Federation of planets, when Hal Jordan is projecting himself on, I want to talk to John about he's what's going on. He's projecting too, isn't he's he? That guy? Our, he, he's a jerk. No, he's the thing is, he's very closed <laughs> off yes, in my mind. Exactly. Carol will tell you the same. Uh, but this whole thing where. We are setting up what the book is and why we have certain characters where even, you know, having, you know, uh, Jessica Cruz at the sector house during the lights out event, which yeah. we saw in future state. We know why she's there. But when how is while, talking right? about these, the, the crux worlds need to be safe during this whole thing. For one thing, I'm not sure what the crux worlds are. And they're saying this like I should know. But like, you know, this planet's moons are secure. This is what Jessica's doing. I'm like. All right, what's so special about these planets' moons that Jessica yeah. Cruz has to go and do this I don't whole think thing? Be anything. And they're like, and don't worry, everybody, because Kyle Rayner, he's at Ragashoon in the Vegas system. And I'm like, well, for one thing, the, the Lantern shouldn't have any jurisdiction in the Vegas no, system. No, they so don't. I don't know why you're saying this. And saying that Ragashoon is secure, yeah. which is only a city on the planet of Rashashoon. And the thing yeah. is, that city, Ragashoon, it's a prostitute it's a prostit- city. That's why they said he's good. He's security, buddy. Our prostitutes are like, good. Wait, Kyle got to go to Rajasthan. That was my thing. But yeah, right there, you Such said though, weird things. they don't have jurisdiction in the Vegas system. That's a huge thing, and you throw it out there as if they do because you're just throwing out the crux names. Worlds. Then you're throwing out art, Zillia socks. Like the idea that they are finally coming to. Oh, hey, you guys, we, we want to see if you want to get involved. The minute that they're like, "What the hell are the Red Lanterns here?" and the Corrigar and Sinestro, like bullshit. It's nonsense that you're going to vote on us with this piece of well, shit. You get here? off. I mean, seriously. Look at the company you keep, assholes. I mean, the idea that we have new clue. You know, like you're lucky this bitch hasn't collected your yeah, asses seriously. yet. Seriously, I mean, that's what's going to happen. You like bottom studs, yeah? And that's and, what I imagine. She's a spokesperson who's taken in all the freaking that's votes. That's all like, everything she's doing. Thing is, she's just actually collecting all these yeah. people. That's all it is. Because she'll, look, I'm the the spokesperson here. Everybody, come around me. Would be funny <laughs> if they're like, we need somebody to collect the votes. Oh, I'll do that. I'm there. <laughs> I'm very good at that. I was born yeah, for this shit. Just the idea they're sitting there and like, well, let's see. You guardians, you've been around a while. You, you messed up a couple of times. Like, messed up Sinestro's and <laughs> the Red Lanterns. I mean, these guys don't have hearts. Seriously. Oh, my goodness gracious. But it's there for wow moments. It's there to make you think that this book is got dominators bigger. here. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand that whole concept there. Big eyeballs. They're there. They're looking. And those guys always pay attention. It's weird, though, when they had the whole, like, you know, Jakul, like, it does not accept or something like that. I'm like, it would have been cooler, I think, if you would have had, like, you know, Zod and his family there as the representatives oh, I would of love Jakul. It if you end up having, you know, his son there. 
Uh, just because, that? yeah, Lord Zod, because you know he's you know in place. Like, what does a kid know? I don't know. Uh, just I can't get past because in my mind, he, he's just like Damian Wayne with how yeah. like oh know, yeah how he thinks he knows everything and is like you know it's better than adults Which, and anybody else. I know people would get mad, but why not be get amazing why not get up. him with Damian right now when you don't have John as a young kid? Now get that to make that weird super Zod right? and Damian Wayne. Yeah, because now even Who's Damian's superior? going a little worse off. So yeah, they're like the evil super sons. That'd be cool. That would be, and what would be the best is Damien would actually have to be the one that's the light. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 you're real out of hand, dude. Uh, but yeah, just seeing the trust. Zod went to go teach Damien, but it turned out Damien taught him he taught how to kill. him how to kill. You end up where I, I can't get past that atrocitus. It's just there. He's like, hey, everything's fine over here. He's. I'd love Fuck it if he had a fake mustache on. I, I don't know. He's like, I don't know who this atrocitus is. They're like, no, no, no. We see you. Chef. Yeah, yeah, that's what he is now and they're like uh what what's that there now oh that's just not the silly socks that's the meatball they're like all right i'm going and who's that oh that's just belize it's like okay the, the chicken's up man <laughs> we know it's you oh damn it and he puts out his mustache and then kills everybody spits out his freaking awful acid blood and then goes take a, a swim in the blood pool it's just the idea of such nonsense. Uh, hopefully it'll There's get better. There's some strange decisions that <laughs> some were made this de- first issue in my so mind. It's so over with, the top course, though. a focus completely. I know. It is. There's no focus at all. You're throwing out a lot of stuff. Like, with all of this, you even said earlier, the idea of who is going to police the universe now. Is it going to be yeah. the Green Lanterns? Is it the Brigade? Like, that's interesting. And I want to see more of that. Set that up first before. Don't have this nonsense of every single person in this galaxy show up at Oa for this vote and make it so that everything's just thrown in a pot and stirred around. You could have had this whole idea where they come first to kind of discuss, hey, listen, you're not part of the Federation. We got to figure out. And that's where Oa's like, we got to get involved in this. The Green Lanterns are not going to be anything viable now. So we need to be a part of this. We have nothing. Set that up first. Don't just have them just show up like or we're even on the idea. Coruscant. Do the guardians have to step up or play a faux hand here? Like, do we have to worry about what we're going to do to these people if we don't agree with their ways yeah. of policing the universe? Like, we'll become a United Federations versus the Guardians in the future. I'm like, that's an interesting storytelling, yeah. which I want to see more of. And all of a sudden, you have a fucking elf archer from D and D shoot a goddamn guardian in the heart with a fire arrow. I thought the like, elf needed food badly. That's what I was saying. <laughs> even with that, I would have even liked the idea because you know damn well that those size cells. Are, food. Those size cells are full of a bunch of guys that there would be that idea of, well, if you join, you got to get, you know, kind of like prisoner exchange and oh, stuff like that. Like, like, how many that. people are in the science cells from these, you know, planets? That's that have what been, I'm saying. Recognized. Yeah, because we see some real big villains involved here. Like who, who from the Yellow Lanterns are there? Who's there? Goldface around? I don't even know what you end up having. Goldface is dead. I know. Yes. But who knows in this? But you could have some oh, real. Oh, shit. In- he might have been brought back, Jim. Yeah, I know. You could New have frontier. some real interesting things, though, that you could set up. Well, Korgar says they'll be involved in this if you let that person Fear. out or you do this. Or the way that we set this up, we kind of had it earlier in the Green Lanterns book, but the idea of. Okay, every Guardian or every Green Lantern has to be teamed up with a Yellow Lantern and a Red Lantern. We could even get our new Guardian stuff. That, but you don't get any of that. This is just surface-level nonsense. We may get stuff as we go on, but that's the sort of thing that I well, think this could set up. even by the end, when the Guardian is killed and is turned to ash, and it's like, next issue, funeral for a Guardian. But, like, it's just some rando new Guardian that you don't know. Do we have to really care about a funeral for a new Guardian that was just thrown in here that you have no attachment to? No, you don't, Eric. I'm letting you off the hook because really, 
Thank you, you don't. I also just like it's like all of a sudden you see the faces of that. Oh, there's Sinestro at the end, but I'm like, hey, who's this? You know, <laughs> you're like, oh there's, my god, there's the sweet stacks. Yeah, I know. Where's Chaka? And then you have like Walrus Face, blue guy. Maybe like, good gorilla. Like, yeah. why is Congo here? I, I just don't get like you're supposed to be like, oh my god, I wonder what they think. <laughs> the ones like I'm from the trench. I need to go eat. Is what it looks like it's saying. Uh, but yeah, I just don't get it. Uh, throughout all this, the decisions that were made to force all this stuff in. But by the end, I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to go with. What are you going to continue with here? I want just Kelly, Simon, you know, and John figuring out things and maybe throwing the brigade to oh, see Kyle how they Rainer fit in. The Kyle Rayner, yeah, I'd like to see that. That's an annual. Eric, next annual. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, we're going to be uh, having some fun uh, with that. But yeah, overall, what would you give us? I love the art in this entire issue, and I love yeah, a lot of the too. concepts in here. As long as you know Jeffrey Thorne can come in here and pinpoint what he wants to do, and actually make it like you know a, a legitimate story out of one of these concepts, and then you know come back and do all of them eventually. It's just I don't need them all at once. I need him to find a focus to what he wants to write about going forward, but. I don't hate this issue. I like a lot of the concepts. I just wish it was depicted better than it was here with a lot of weird name drops and call outs that don't matter in the long run. But a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to 6. All right. And that was the Batman and Green Lantern number one review. This is a little transition into our Swamp Thing number two review, a book that Eric likes a little bit more than I do. I'm not really a Dark Universe fan as much. I don't like when things get very overly narration heavy and get too fancy. I'm not a fancy guy. So you'll see what I'm talking about as we go into Ram V's The Swamp Thing number two. The Swamp Thing number two, Eric. It's The Swamp Things. It's written by Ram V, art by Mike Perkins, Mike Spicer, and Adida Bidakar. Ramby continues a Swamp Thing tale that is one part horror story, one part allegory, and one part bloated pretentiousness, Eric. Maybe two parts. The dialogue remains to be a bit overbearing for me, and that coupled with a ton of narration boxes makes me look at Levi and the rest of the cast in this book more as devices and delivery systems than real feeling characters. And because of that, I just can't get invested in a way to care about anyone or anything that is really happening. Still, I'm curious about the overall big picture stuff hinted at in this issue. I just want to be more invested in the whole package, and as of now, I am not. I still like it enough. I still like it as much as I did last issue, and a lot of people were surprised that I ended up liking it, you know, enough. Uh, With this, I want to know more about this new Swamp thing. I don't know that this is going to be anything that carries over after this 10-issue maxi-series, And with that, you get little bits and pieces of it, you know, but they're also repeated stuff. Hey, you went back to India to see your dad. Oh, your brother in the jungle. Oh, yeah. And I I just. Well, that's the big mystery going forward right now that is actually the thing that captivates me more than anything. Actually, I can't say more than anything because it's stuff they're really keeping buttoned up for whatever reason. Like, they, I guess Ram B believes that this is the big thing that we need to like draw out and like keep everybody yeah. because there are things in this book that actually make me sit up and think, oh my God, I actually want to read more of this because it has more of a deeper connection to the DC universe and the rest of the swamp thing and stuff yeah. like that. But like, I need to know what this dark deal in the freaking jungles of India yeah. that your brother did to make you into the swamp thing and your father forgiving you because of something with this and also with Prescott Industries involved. I'm like, there is some deep dive shit that you're just freaking skips, like you know. And like, that's uh, the problem, though. He does that a little bit and skims throughout. And I'm I'm a little worried about that. But there's the thing when I'm reading it, 
the deep dive stuff and, and the continuity stuff and all that, that's not really my thing, especially with a swamp thing. What I like are the characters and a story. And it, it ends up almost playing off like a, a fairy tale or a fable being told to you. And the characters or the immortal are, Hulk. The, the character, yeah, the characters are, <laughs> a lot of people are like, really? It's that good. Uh, but yeah, you end up having like nighttime is swamp things, things time. You have things happening. But they're happening as if you're watching them on TV. Like, I'm not into the scene because I'm busy reading narration boxes that, again, aren't necessarily flowing the way that gets me involved. They're very flowery. They're very, you know, to me, pretentious. But it's, you know, trying to get that feel of a horror comic, a feel of a supernatural thing. But I don't care about the people. The sheriff. I wish that I cared a little bit more about this guy, this soul of the earth guy. He's got the quietest now that he he came across the pale wanderer. Where that ended up, I'm like, so he's like, you know, over in the Joker book where you have that thing that you're upset. I get it, but I'm not really into him. If he ends up getting his head cut off, I'm not going to care. And I'm not going to care just because I don't know this guy. He's just there to deliver lines that you ended up reading last time. That were just not sounding like something that would be That's from the him. Thing is, it wasn't even the sheriff last time. It was his goddamn deputy Emmett, yeah. who I think is an idiot, but it's going on this whole weird stuff. Actually, it's not even thing, but it's that he comes up with his own thing. It's, it's about the quietest that men find. But when Emmett is talking about the pale wanderer and when all this stuff goes on, I'm like, I can never imagine telling anybody a story. And if I was this forensic scientist or the coroner, whoever it was, looking at a body in the desert, and I had these two assholes telling me a story it, and getting this everybody, deep dive poetic, though. I'm like, I don't really need and, to be talking to people, you guys no more. People are saying, oh, my God, these characters. I don't get it because you end up, hey there, Levi, did you sleep well last night? No, I had a nightmare, then a blackout. Then I'm in desert in Arizona, I think. But I'm not really me. Just a writhing warp tangle of green and rage. I'm like, get the fuck the, out of my apartment. What the fuck are you talking about? I I'm mean, even you, I with the idea. So, Levi I talking know. about his dream in this way, or the idea that Jennifer doesn't really believe him, but refuses to stay awake while he goes to bed to see oh, if it is actually true. And, and <laughs> maybe I actually, I actually so thought, much. this is how dumb I am. I'm sitting there. I'm like, whoa, like, think of that. Like, you would never be able to tell if you were a monster when you fell asleep because you, you're, fu- I'm like, no, no, no. You can have somebody watching. You have a camera. I'm like, what am I? I'm telling you, she is this, in the same apartment. I'm like, just stay up yeah. a little bit later. Now, to see what happens. With all of this, too, though. Good night, Levi. What, what makes me laugh, thing, whatever what you makes think me laugh you are. the most here is, and since everybody was going, you know, gaga for it, Eric, the idea, this, this reminds me of the guy in the alien book talking about his nightmare. And I'm like, yeah. you don't have to get that fancy. This is it. Yeah, what'd you have a nightmare of? I don't know. I woke up in a fucking desert and I was some plant thing. There you go. I was some vegetation. I was some, I was a tangle of green and rage. I'm like, all right. I'm like, really? You guys sound like a he load was. of fun. Right? Just sitting around. It's such a weird idea, though, because the thing is, when I first read this, I didn't really care for it as much for a second issue because I didn't feel as, like, you know, connected to it as I thought I should going into this. So when I went back then again and I reread issue number one and then reread issue two again, I actually felt a really deeper connection here. But I have some more, like, I you didn't. know, ideas that are making me giggle a bit. Yeah, because yeah. we have Levi coming back from India and his friend who, like, you know, who's been a close friend, Jennifer, for a long time, even the way they're described before, Benefits. it's like the idea that. Uh, will they won't they kind yeah, of relationship yeah, yeah. But, but i don't even care about either of them i really but don't she's, a, a the thing is she is like you know you're not going to stay on your own after coming back from your father's funeral and whatever you went through in india being the face mm. of preston industries for like the land deal they had in india whatever it was but she makes him come back to her apartment where he's going to sleep he's having all this problem and i'm thinking to myself 
how long does he stay with her after he gets back home from India? Like, he has his own home. We haven't even no. seen that yet because he hasn't no. left his friend's apartment. I'm like, because even when he's talking about how he's going through with the dreams and becoming the Swamp Thing and the Pale Wanderer teaching him more and destroying him every night. And the Pale Wanderer killing soul. people and he can't yeah. stop him and all and this I, stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know why he's spending so much time on Jennifer's couch and just doesn't go home with this whole thing. Maybe he's afraid to like be alone Maybe. in the situation, but he doesn't yeah. talk about it. Even the Pale Wanderer, which I thought was a cool horror element, by the end of this, like, the idea that he is a, a desert that believes himself to be a man, the idea that, you know, you're a young idea that needs to grow and to find out what it wants to be. It gets like these weird deep dives, but even by the end, it's like, I'm a man. Like, I used to I'm be a, a man, man, but now I'm a thing of the swamp. And this grows a tree out of the Pale Wanderer, and he's just dead. I'm like, what did we really do with this guy and who is he and why? Because mm. before he's like, he was in the Civil War and then moved out here for the quietest. And then he yeah. like, you know, things he went bad the gold, and sir. he went out even further. Now he's next time he's being seen, he's drinking crude oil Here, from an oil refinery. And now he's got like gold nugget eyeballs. I'm like, why is this going on? And why out of nowhere, which are like, he's an urban legend, a story that Emmett and his freaking there, the sheriff want to talk about. Why is he killing people every single mm. night now? And this is just a thing that's an urban legend. Like, thing, you guys yeah, have like a serial there. killer on your hands. Yeah, and they even say every night the feds are coming in. They they got the serial killer on the like, line. Is but he just out there killing people every night because Swamp Thing keeps coming out? Yeah, it seems like it's the test. Wait to see if Swamp Thing can stop him. But where I get – and this is where my well, It seems like he wants Swamp Thing to help him. Yeah, well, it, it seems to me like when he ends up being able to stop him, he's like, all right, now, now you're getting good. Like, maybe he needs a challenge. I don't know. But what I get here is you end up having, you know, his girlfriend, Jennifer, you know, whatever, girlfriend, friend, good friend. you know, benefits. But she's like, what BFF. happened? What the hell happened, Levi? Where did you go? I had a nightmare. So, okay, she's there. And we didn't, we don't get much of her. And the funny thing is, you think you did, but you don't. Because even when he is talking to her, he's not. He's giving a narration about how he talked to her. We're never seeing her talk. He says, I can see that she's having a hard time. I hear myself talk. Oh, I end up going to the computer searching frantically instead of actually doing it organically where we can actually see her reaction. She does end up hugging him, but I need to see like, listen, maybe we should check this. Maybe you should go talk. to. There's nobody that I can talk like something like that. That gives me a voice for these two characters. But because it's all through Levi in this narration that feels exactly Ram V, him talking, it's not anything that points out or, or feels different to me about this. I end up also, you know, kind of losing track of the art a bit because of all the things that's, you know, if I went and reread it again, I think I'd get that. But you end up like, I, we killed some people, no drunk and secondhand shoes, dream. What's this guy walking around the desert thinking about slot machines? I love them slot machines. And then a border girl crossing the border. And then another guy, a little boy in the camp. And I'm just not emotionally attached Some of us to are this. Gambling addicts. And they, well, yeah, he's like, I bet I could walk into. I don't know, but I'm not getting connected. Like the idea that these three people end up being killed by the pale wonder, I don't really care that much because we've also been told that he keeps doing this every night. So this is just there, and it just ends up all feeling just like you know a story that's like I'm not invested. It's more of being told and being you know kind of lectured at about it instead of me actually saying like man that doesn't sound like jennifer we finally get to her but that is still more of the you know repeat of her well, oh, i will your, tell you this whole stuff. thing where i don't care as much about jennifer and levi as i should going forward it's yeah, only issue number two and we're even actually. done like an arc actually of this whole thing but going forward i care about the story and i will tell you this from this issue 
Je- I know that Jennifer works at Prescott Industries with Levi, and mm-hmm. I think that she's not on the up and up and working with Mr. Pilgrim for the idea of like what she yeah, can she do might to be push this whole to get thing out forward. Of it. Because we have people outside watching Levi with a yep, camera and stuff pictures. like that, making sure that they know where this their test yep. subject is. We have Mr. Pilgrim who is like acquired Sunderland Corporation when found out about the Alex like Holland Alec Holland you know, uh, bioregenerative fluid stuff, like everything, like the whole Swamp Thing story. And he seems like he's trying to recreate it. How he's tied into Levi's brother and Indian stuff like that, and how they achieved and their even goals if they in even this trauma. There, it seems like, you know, Jennifer, yeah. and with the Alec Holland files, she knows about it. Oh, yeah, like, I think that Whatever she you're does. going through, it seems like there has to be trauma involved. Yeah, and like, yeah. you said a little bit too yeah, much. Well, that's the thing, though. That, Like you said, you like that line, because all of a sudden it points to something. That's what I want throughout. I want to see... Like at one point us saying like, oh, my God, the way she was doing this, she was pushing him towards this or whatever. But a lot of this is just narration of him saying she looked at me like I was crazy. I'm doing this. And and again, the idea of this makes me think back of it as the Alan Holland deal and whatnot, especially when the Pale Wanderer starts ripping vegetation and stuff out and starts talking, to him, which maybe the Pale Wanderer is the thing that's actually trying to get him out of this, trying to, you know, show him that. But with that, I think of the whole Alec Holland deal, thinking he's Alec Holland. He hasn't been Alec Holland. Alec, he's just Swamp Thing who thinks that he's a human. Well, that's Alec the difference Holland in my point. mind. Even when the Pale Wanderers talk about how he was a desert to believe himself to be a man, kind of connecting to the idea that Alec Holland Swamp Thing was a, like, you know, a vegetation that believed yeah, himself yeah. to be a man, stuff like that. And with there actually still being a Swamp Thing and New Mirror, Alec Holland do whatever he wants to do. I think that Levi is different where he is this thing. He is a man. Oh, I, I actually the think the play is in both. I think at this point, I think that the play might be that he is actually just the man and they're trying to do something where maybe you get somebody to be able to go into the green a certain way or whatever. I he obviously doesn't have the same kind of connection to the green as a yeah. real swamp thing. So I think that this is actually like the play of Al Khan, he's actually swamp thing. He's not the man anymore. I think that this is he's the man. All this other yeah, stuff, I think, is being done to him. Even the word of Avatar and stuff like yeah. that, where, you know, Swamp Thing's the Avatar of the Green. And I think that when, you know, Levi becomes the Avatar of the Green here, the Swamp Thing, it's an Avatar for him where they both exist at the same time. Now, I think that this is all some sort of deal where they're trying to figure out how normal people can get into the Green and this whatever experiment they've been magic. done in it. And I, I actually think that's all bullshit. I don't think that even happened. I, I'm getting the idea that he never went to India. His dad never ended up because she's there pushing that as well. And remember, when he was coming back, he seemingly turned to the swamp thing and destroyed a plane, though that was a nightmare. But a I, nightmare, think all, yeah. I think all of this was a nightmare. I think that he is actually just the test subject of whatever this, you know, Alec Holland experiment is. And they are pushing false memories. They're pushing things that are going to make him think what's going on has some like, oh, my damn brother. It's him again. He must have done something. And I, I think that maybe there isn't that, that this is to cover up what they are doing. Because like you said, they really do seem to be, you know, really screwing with him. And Jennifer is involved. And I like that. I just when you end up at the end of this saying, hey, would you care if Levi died and you never saw him again? I wouldn't because I'm not that connected to him. I'm more connected to unfortunately. I mean, it makes sense, but I'm more connected to the story about the green and the swamp thing. That's fine. But I need to get these characters to be well, the I'm saying, entry We have ten issues in. for the entire story. This is only issue number two. Yeah, but so it's you, essentially I'm like saying, he's though, pretty much just been introduced to you. But this is where you already kind of get an idea of how he's writing a story and how he's trying to present the characters already in this. And it's not different than anything he did in JLD. He just likes to go. He's more of an overall story deal than an actually 
get characters and things to me involved like that. I mean, he did that even in points with Catwoman, where he's more of these like big storylines and not really the, the nitty gritty stuff. And it, it's not playing out for me. Plus, it's a Swamp Thing book. And I think he's trying to be smart. He's trying to be, you know, wordy and things. So I'm worried about it. I mean, when do you get all of a sudden like, oh, man, now I get the voice of Levi. We've had two issues and I don't really get any idea of Levi, though the play might be because it's all a dupe. I mean, if it is a dupe, then you don't want to get people that connected to some things, I guess. But I don't care about the characters here. Uh, I only care about, like you said, pretty much the same thing with you. But to a lesser extent, you know, is this an experiment? Is this going on? What's happening? In Who's all the this? evil Mr. Pilgrim is trying to recreate the freaking so. Swamp Thing phenomenon? Yeah, Batman seems interested, so that will be. Well, I think the cool entire world too. is interested for the most part. We just had to see Batman watching the news because mm. when you know Swamp Thing defeats the Pale Wanderer in the Arizona desert, he does grow a gigantic life tree out of the desert that can only be found in India. So it's a big phenomenon that the entire world is watching now. Yeah, I'm saying though, you don't end up seeing you know Swamp Thing involved or Poison Ivy, which he seems to be later. But I think that that is something that Batman would want to look into. Oh, yeah. You don't see Wonder Woman or Superman or whatever, so I think that that will be. And, uh, yeah, just looking through it here, uh, I'm not a huge Mike Perkins fan at all, um, but I, I like it for this. I actually oh, think so that I. he does a good job for this sort of It's like Kerry Jones on a Swamp Thing, where yeah, the, yeah, you yeah. Know, the darkness of their style actually works for the type of story that they want to yeah. tell. Like a Swamp Thing is a darker, more horrific kind of story, and it works. And it's, it's weird, too, because then I'm thinking about and you do get more characters than just Swamp Thing, which a lot of times you're just going to get Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, Swamp But I just, I, I think that he ends up kind of pushing them aside for his over-narration of things. I just want a little personal deal with them. When you end up having Jennifer finally talk, that's where you get the line that threw you, like, oh my god, that she's in on it. I just want more of those moments, and then you go with the sheriff. Say a little the too much. That's the thing, is you say it a little too, too much, much, Jennifer. Maybe you should shut your mouth yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, she, she says like one thing you're out sus. loud that we get, and you're like, ooh, look at you. Um, yeah, but overall, it's a cool horror vibe to it. it. It's got some, you know, cool ideas that I hope do end up, you know, broadening and seeing when you end up with the Holland phenomenon, merger yeah. and acquisition. I want to you see know, more about what's thing. going on there. Recreating a swamp thing through the, different means. Yeah, yeah. And and again, maybe the brother is involved and he did go to India, but that was a setup for him to get into that. That was part of the deal. But we'll, we'll end up, you know, finding out and seeing that, hopefully. Uh, but what would you give this? I'd end up giving this a 7.5 out of 10. I had a good time with this, but if you do feel as disconnected as I did the first time I read this, I do suggest you go back and reread issue number yeah. one and this right away because I actually think they work in tandem very well together. It's a, it's a story, and this is how it's going to work. It's just I didn't have the, the recollection and the memory of issue number one when I went into this. I'm like, the hell are we doing again? So when I did Bam. go back, it, it works better in my mind, and I enjoy the story. Well, we'll, we'll, we're going. we'll do a little experiment if we if we end up remembering, because when next issue comes out, let me know if you have to go back again, because there's another part there that maybe it's not as you know hard hitting. And I and wish they would have done more be. with the pale wanderer, though. He just feels like an afterthought in this, where it's That's like what I said, I, I said I'm most of them feel like devices. I'm going to kill you now. We're moving mm-hmm. on. I'm like, yeah, eh, yeah. he was a weird character. Like I thought it was going to be something new and cool, and the ideas that we had had connected to, like you know, a, a substance that thinks it's a man, an idea. Even going to the Neil game and the idea of like the dreaming and how like mm-hmm. ideas work and all these different things. Like it's a very deep poetic kind of storytelling in this. In the long run, it's just. I don't know exactly what you were or why you looked like this, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because now you're dead in the fucking now, tray. You're done. You're done. And there's a tray. And 
the, the next couple issues, it does look like they're going off into the green boat, Jennifer and Levi. So we'll see how that works out. See what's going on with that. See if she I mean, is a, a plus one yeah, well, I, that's the thing I, I think of that's pointing out that it's, you know, not your grandpappy's green. I don't know what they're doing. I think that's what they're trying to do. You know, I, I don't know, make their own avatar, you know, shit that they always want to do and things like but that. But if you but, aren't like, you know, deep into the knowledge of the swamp thing and want to have a closer connection to what, you know, Rambi may be doing this, I do suggest going back and rereading or starting to read Swamp Thing Volume 2 from 1982 where the char- yeah. character Avery Sunderland first showed up. Yeah, yeah. So check that out because that is a, you know, a character that has been involved and would have interest in the TV show too, Jim. I wouldn't know. I, I, I never ended up watching that. That cost too much. Eric. That's why it was canceled, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ended up. Why was the Constantine canceled? Was it just cause nobody because nobody was watching it? I didn't know when to watch it because I kept changing the time slots and the days. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, it sounds a lot like Firefly back in the day when they were just doing yeah. all sorts and of things. Thing is, to I haven't ruin looked it. really hard yet, but in the DC comics section of HBO Max, I don't think that they have that Constantine series. I'm really, really upset about it. Yeah. That's, stinks. I was going through the HBO Max and looking at a bunch of things today, uh, that I ended up just going by, but watched a couple trailers of things and stuff and uh you know just kind of looked at i almost hit titans i didn't but eventually i'll think of, hitting think kids instead else. yeah punch them i said let's go play tennis asshole and then they're like all right daddy but yeah we're uh yeah, kind of positive with these i'm at a six five still that's what i think i was last issue uh it didn't really change much for me i'm interested to see where it's going uh, but I need some characters to get me going along the way. I need something for me to care about in each individual deal. And I really don't get a voice yet for Levi himself because it's all just this. Over, maybe that's the voice, just over narration. But, you know, you really are seemingly pushing this Jennifer as the bad gal or at least duping Levi. But I need to see more of her. So I care more about that as well. All right, and that's it. That's it for this week's Roundup Three Books. DC not putting out a ton of books each week, but I think that these three were the biggest of the bunch. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. Remember, go to the show notes and check out all of the shows here at the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Check out the Patreon. And then if you would want to, go and listen to our Main Weird Science DC podcast, just look up Weird Science DC. You'll find that all over the places. All over it is. But thanks, everybody. And I will talk to you next week.